Welcome to the Walk Boldly with Jesus podcast. I am your host, Katherine Duggan. I created this podcast to inspire you to walk boldly in your Christian faith. Each weekday, I will talk about scripture and how these verses can relate to your everyday life. Spending time each day with the Word of God is a great way to fortify your faith. I'm so glad to have you along on this journey. Let's get started. The title of today's episode is, What Are We Waiting For? The scripture verse is James chapter 4, verses 13 to 15. Now listen, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to this city or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why? You don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. This verse is so good because it reminds us that none of us know how much time we have. We wake up each day and take it for granted that we even woke up. Most of us do not wake up grateful for a new day. If we're being honest, we probably wake up annoyed that our alarm is going off and wonder how it could possibly be time to get up when we just laid our heads down a minute ago. I think the part of the verse that says, you are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes, demonstrates how brief our life actually is. We may seem like we're here on earth forever, and yet it goes by in the blink of an eye. It sounds like the beginning of this verse is telling us we shouldn't make plans because we don't know if we'll be around to carry out those plans. I don't think this is what the verse is telling us. I think this verse is trying to get us to remember that tomorrow is not guaranteed. None of us know the day we will pass on. None of us know if we'll wake up tomorrow. I think we need to continue to make plans, and yet when we're making them, we remember what this verse says. If it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. We have dear friends that we have not seen in a long time and yet think of often. We met this family when we were stationed in New Jersey. Tony worked with the husband, and since our family was four hours away, they adopted us into their family. Their daughter babysit our boys, and we got together for dinner. Dave and Susan have this saying that I think is exactly what this verse is talking about. When you check in with them to confirm your plans, such as, are we going to dinner tomorrow night? They always say, if the good Lord willin' and the creek don't rise. That might sound like a cute saying, yet it reminds us that we can and should make plans, and yet we can only carry out those plans if the Lord wills them and if he grants us the gift of another day. I heard a song I haven't heard in a while. The chorus of this song always gets me. The song's name is What Are We Waiting For by King and Country. The lyrics that always get me are, So what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? Why are we wasting all the time like someone's making more? What are we praying for? What are we saving for? What if we could be the light that no one could ignore? What are we waiting for? I have two favorite lines in that chorus. The first one is, Why are we wasting all the time like someone's making more? Does that hit you too, or is it just me? 
I find myself wasting so much time throughout the day. While I was supposed to be writing this in the last hour, I got sidetracked at least three different times. Sometimes, it's with things that need to be done. Other times, it's checking my email, my Facebook, or my messages on my phone. Other times, it's watching TV or playing a game on my phone. Time goes by each and every day, whether we realize it or not, whether we are paying attention to it or not. Sometimes we get so tired of doing things, we wish we could just be done and finish with them. However, we might not realize how important that thing might be. Recently, I've been saying I want my kids to get their licenses because they're 18 and 19, and I spend a lot of time driving them in the car. Also, Sam doesn't get out of work until 9.30, and I would love to be in bed before 10 o'clock. This week, the Holy Spirit put on my heart that if I'm not driving them to work, I may not have much time to talk with them. Noah got his license a few weeks ago, and since he started driving himself to work, I don't see him nearly as much. We definitely don't have that 30 minutes in the car of time where we can just be with each other and talk. It's not like every time I drove him we talked all the time. But we did talk sometimes about music and other things. Now I see him briefly before school and when I go in to say goodnight. However, if I'm going to bed earlier, I'll probably be in bed when they get home from work. So I may not even get to hug them goodnight every night anymore. Do you see what I mean about wishing the time away? The other line in the chorus that I love is when it says, What if we could be the light that no one could ignore? How great would it be if we could be the light that no one could ignore? What if we loved Christ so much and we were so full of him that his light radiated out of us so brightly that those around us couldn't ignore it? When I ask the Lord, How do we do this? He always tells me, with love. We need to love others the way he loves others. I heard at Bible study this week that a couple was visiting some movie star down in Florida. The man said he met Mother Teresa when he was in jail. He said he only spent a few moments with her, and she didn't even say very much. Yet he was inspired to change his whole life because of her kindness. There was a British journalist who was an atheist, and yet he was chosen to interview Mother Teresa. Just being around her and her kindness was enough to turn this atheist into a believer, and eventually into a member of the Catholic Church. What if we could be the light that no one could ignore? What if that was us? What if just spending time with us, just being around us, was enough to help people see the love of Christ. Wouldn't that be amazing? It all starts with love. It starts by loving others for who they are. Not loving people when they're perfect. Loving them right where they're at. Loving them flaws and all. We can't do this on our own. And yet we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Ask the Lord for the grace to be his light in this world. He has said, ask and you will receive. What will you ask for today? Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to bless all those listening to this episode today. Lord, we know each day is a gift from you. We just forget it often. 
please help us to appreciate that gift more. Lord, help us to be better stewards of your time. Help us to not waste time on things that don't matter. Help us to appreciate the time we have with our spouse and our children. Help us to understand we will miss that time when we don't have it anymore. Lord, help us to be that light that no one can ignore. Fill us up so much with your light that it just spills out of us onto all those we meet. We love you, Lord, and we ask all of this in accordance with your will and in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey to walk boldly with Jesus. I have a link on my website where you can register for my coaching program now, even though we won't start the coaching until the new year. You will input your name and email, and then when the new year rolls around, I will send a payment link. I will start the Facebook group now for all those who are registered, so we will get to know each other and be there for each other through the holiday season. The Facebook group will be for those who sign up for the group coaching. I will continue to provide more information as we go. If you have any questions, please reach out on social media or email me, katherine at findingtruenorthcoaching.com. I look forward to meeting you here again tomorrow. Remember, Jesus loves you, and so do I. Have a blessed day.